Yay! We talking before here for we're live at the Minnesota get together, and uh, and you're br- live back there, Brian, and uh, technical difficulties, but you're handling it well. Oh yeah, thank you. Oh, oh well, go. That's good. That's good. So anyway, beautiful day out here. Nice breeze. Uh, I've been here since one. Just kind of do, getting doing the corn dog thing and the lemonade thing and just checking things out. It's crowded, but it's not like packed. You don't feel like a sardine. Have you been to the fair yet, Brian? I have not this year, but um, I think I will be there tomorrow or Tuesday for sure. Are you working or, or, or visiting? Yeah, I think I'll be working, uh, giving out T-shirts or selling them. Oh, good working on the T-shirts. There you go. Oh, They're yeah. you in well, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want you all to know that you're, you're more than welcome to please call in your questions today just because I'm out here. I'm all, me, myself, and I, and I want to welcome Paul Black. Paulie, where did he go? Anyway, I couldn't believe it. Paulie's back. I don't know if you guys listen to the show. Paul used to, he's been with us, I think, 19 years, if not longer, you know. Uh, but then he left, and now he's back part-time. So it's good to have Paul Paul Black back in the saddle again. So he's a good guy to, to spar with <laughs> pretty quick. So anyway, Sophie, you got some great questions for me. How did your week go this uh, this week, Brian? Oh, it was pretty good. Uh, you know, um, came in studio a couple times to see the broadcasts and listen to all the shows. And, uh, yeah, it's been pretty exciting. So, okay. yeah, how about hey, you? You guys, can you hear him out okay? Can you hear him on the speaker okay? Uh, they're telling me to tell you, turn it up, please. Turn it up. All uh, right. For you, not me. How about now? Try, now try it again. Talk. All right, check one, check two. Is that better? A lot better. Okay, there you go. All right, perfect. Otherwise, you're thinking I'm just talking to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Seem like a crazy person or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's Kate. Yeah, she's talking to herself again. That'd be normal. Oh, well, I don't need much of an audience. I kind of ask the questions and answer them, too. That's kind of around the, uh, the the farm, too. I'm sitting there. Will's going, who are you talking to? Will's my husband. Oh, there's Paul. Hi, Paul. <laughs> we were just talking about you. Well, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to, yes. And if you got a question, please give a holler because I need some work. <laughs> 651 That's 651-641-1071. Paulie's laughing at me. But that's okay. I can't, that's why God gave me broad shoulders because I could take stuff like that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this week, uh, nothing in, nothing really happened this week. Uh, so it's just kind of the plain day. We've got finally our crops are saved. The rain the last couple of nights now we uh the uh, I couldn't believe it. Okay, like out here if you guys have been out and saw where the station is, the grass is like dead. <laughs> believe it or not, folks, this is what our fields look like after they took the second crop of hay off. It was just like this. It's like there is no way it's coming back. No way. And after that rain um, uh, Friday, yeah, fr- today Sunday, uh, Friday and Saturday. Honest to Pete, it's like somebody turned the switch and everything is green. It's it's uh, it's a wonder. I have no idea how that can happen. My husband is sm- <laughs> smiling because he's a you know typical old time farmer. Uh, you know, work, he's got to work, 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 work. And uh, the uh, the hay fields, being that there hasn't been much out there, now he's already trying to plan this week. Whereas it grew enough that he thinks he can cut it. <laughs> so that's going to be the hay this summer, or this this week. So and then that will technically be. Second crop in a couple fields, and then uh, maybe third. But it, the, the crops haven't been very big. so And the hay, hay's going to be expensive, so all you guys with horses, I don't have to worry with my horse because i married to the guy that makes it. <laughs> so anyway, so hopefully you'll give a holler. 651-641-1071. Say, uh, uh, Bradley, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Brian, not Bradley, Brian. Uh, let me know when you got calls, okay? No, absolutely. Okay, so you can say call call or something i don't know whatever type thing so no he took now paulie took my time clock away 
How am I supposed to know what time <laughs> it is for the break? Paul? All right. That air is not good. But I don't know. This is not good. All, all radio is on the clock, right? Yes, I have my watch, but I'm not exactly honed in to, to when, when break time. So you're going to have to help me with that, Brian, okay? Oh, absolutely. And we got trivia today. We got Minnesota Inventions uh, trivia. And then we got State Fair trivia. Not necessarily Minnesota State Fair, but kind of the, I was really interested in some of the other state fairs on uh, what the, how they do things. It's, it's really pretty cool. Thanks, guys, for stopping. So anyway, uh, but yeah, so so we got uh, tri- trivia, and so you better gear up your uh, your memory box here and see how good your uh, trivia is for the state fair, okay? And other state fairs or other fairs, and see this is the other bad thing when see at least in studio, folks, I can see if he's got a call, so I know that I got to keep going. You know, and or if he's just waiting for me to say, okay, let's go to break. So this 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 is really like a duck out of water when you can't see what the producer is doing, and so you don't know if he's answering calls or what he's doing. So yeah, it'll be a team effort for sure. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, is it time for break? Uh no, we got four minutes. Four minutes. See, I told you. So you know, my clock. Tell Polly, where's Polly? <laughs> <laughs> I need Polly. I need my clock back. I don't know where he put it. Because according to my watch, we should be going. Oh, well, anyway. Okay, I'm gonna, uh, we're going to do here. Okay, here's, uh, do you know the nicknames? There's some nickname for the state of Minnesota, for Minnesota, the state of Minnesota. There's some nicknames. You Can you remember any of them, Brian? Um, Land of 10,000 Lakes is the uh-huh. first one that comes to mind. That's um, the one. Okay, there's two more that Minnesota is noted for. Um... Oh, geez, you're putting me on the spot right now. Okay. Um, the Gopher State. Oh, Gopher State, obviously. Okay, yep. yep. And then North Star State. North Star State. Oh, hey, obviously, Polly, yeah. Just a minute. we got to flag down Paul. Paul, I need a clock up here. I have no idea what time it is. Oh. All right, I'm going to go take oh, a call no, real wrong. quick. Okay, we'll take a call. Okay, so Minnesota, the uh, let's see, da, 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 nicknames North Star State, Gopher State, and Land of Ten Thousand. Okay, now the name Minnesota. Does anybody know how that came around? How we got the name Minnesota? Anybody? Anybody? Not that I can hear you, but I just thought it'd be polite and ask. <laughs> okay, you ready? The name Minnesota was adapted from the Dakota Sioux Indian language. In Sioux language, "mini" is water, and "soda" is sky tinted or cloudy sky. It was originally used to uh, reference to the Minnesota River and uh, was the basis for the name of the state of Minnesota. And I did not know that. I've lived here how many, 66 years, and I did not know that. So that's how Minnesota became uh, the name the Minnesota. So anyway, and then like I said, once again, you got some calls. We're taking calls, even though I'm live at the Minnesota State Fair, uh, 651-641-1071. Oh, hi, Paul. I can't see that. What? Oh, okay. Got to tilt it that way. Okay. Now I can see. Now I need my glasses. Don't lose my glasses. So anyway, yeah, I better hold on to that. All right. And then uh, there were some inventions that um, that are very well noted in Minnesota, and that really surprised me on some of these. Because uh, usually we do d- dad jokes, but I decided today we're going to do a little bit more education since we're at the state fair. So in, uh, let's see, let's see, 1957 by Medtronic founder, Earl Bacon in his garage, what did he invent in 1957? Medtronic founder Earl Bacon in his garage, what did he uh, invent? Okay, we'll be right back. Are you ready for that there, Brian? Maybe not. (laughs) Okay. 
All right. Today, what we're going to talk about... Oh, thank you. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, he's so good. Okay. Uh, um, today, what I want to talk a little bit about is one thing that I've seen here in out the State Fair, and this is driving me up a tree, and hopefully nobody is around here, um, is uh, service dogs. I'm sorry, at events. And service dogs that are uh, at the Minnesota State Fair. I am. I cannot. The looks on those dogs and what they have to negotiate, navigate. And I'm sorry, but if you really need, you know, your service dog to come to the fair or to an event, I really wish you would not go to that event. Or what you do is you leave the dog at home and you get yourself a human to help you navigate the situation. Because I've seen two golden retrievers and one that looked like an American Eskimo Spitz mix, and uh, the dogs are just kind of like. Why the heck am I here? And too many people are too worried about themselves and not realizing um, what the dog is doing for them. The dog is giving them all, trying to negotiate um, all the people's feet, the strollers, you know, being bumped under the smells here between food and livestock and just everything is so inundating and oversensory that it's a wonder what dogs do for us is just unbelievable, just unbelievable. And so that's why, like I said, I really wish folks, if, if you're within the earshot, if you have a service dog, please leave your service dogs home when attending events. If you have to bring the service dog to the event and you cannot be without your service dog, well, then don't go to that event. Um, otherwise, get a human to uh, you know help you through to navigate where you want to go, whether it's a state fair, whether it's county fair, uh, or whether it's a, an art fair. Or you know, the summer months has so many things to go to. But like I said, I, I saw two goldens and then an American Spitz. Uh, I'd say cross, and I just uh, I, my heart just went out for those dogs. I wanted so bad to tell those owners, please go take them home now. But anyway, okay, we ready for break there? Yeah, we right. can go to break. We have a couple callers online that we can get to when we come back. Yay, okay, once again, what in 1957 by Medtronic founder Earl Bacon in his garage, what did he invent? We'll be back. All right, we're back. This is Katie K9. I'm live at the Minnesota State Fair. Come on out. Beautiful day. I'm glad it's not raining on my day to be here. <laughs> I got to like watch all the drops at my place yesterday in the last couple of days. Just a reminder, September 1st to September 6th, that Nutrisource is teaming up with um, Tuck and Downs. If you buy any Nutrisource products, any, you know, whether it's treats or foods or cat foods or dog foods, whatever, a portion of that is going to go to Pinky Swear. And please check in on Pinky Swear at PinkySwear.com. And it, or is it? org either dot com or dot org can't remember but the thing is is that it's an awesome organization it's they help families with cancer whether if they can't pay their their mortgage if they can't pay their food bill if they can't pay their their car uh, payment or let's say their car breaks and then if the family just whatever pinky swear will st- step up to the plate so so remember September first to September six and that's at all Chuck and Don's anytime you buy a, a Nutrisource product okay. In 1957, by Medtronic founder Earl Bacon, in his garage, it became the first self-contained transistorized device that could be taped to a patient's chest and needed no cords. What was it? Anybody? Yes, pacemaker. Ding, 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 ding. Did you know that one, Brian? Oh, yeah, obviously I knew that. Okay, yep. yeah, I, I knew that, so that's, that's why I just wanted to just uh, touch base there. Okay, who's, uh, what callers do we got there? Yeah, so our first caller is Janelle, and she has a question. Uh, she just got a un or she has a rescue pup that is unhealthy. That's unhealthy. Yes. All right, Janelle. Yes. Hi, Janelle. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Good. Good. So, what kind of pup do you got? So, um, we just got him from a rescue two weeks ago. Okay. And they actually have him listed as a pocket shepherd. A pocket um, shepherd. 
correct. All righty then. So what he looks like is a puppy that was malnourished and his growth was probably stunted a bit. Uh, okay. Okay, so um, when we, let's see, we got him two weeks ago, and the rescue that got him, um, he was a dog that came over from South Dakota and um, from a rescue over there. And he, this guy has, um, he's recovering from kennel cough, mange, and he has, like, oral warts. He has what? So, oral, he has warts in his mouth. Oh, okay, yeah, puppy warts, yep. Okay. Yep, okay. So, um, the kennel cough he's done being treated for. He was seen by the vet last week. Kennel cough is, it, the doctor doesn't hear it anymore. Okay. Um, he, he got another treatment for mange last week. Okay. Um, he had already had one treatment for it, and they said there was just a little bit left. Um, but he, you know, his fur is growing back and stuff. Nice. Um, so they just wanted to do one more treatment. Um, and then he's got the warts going on, which they said is just a virus that his body kind of needs to just get over. Right. Right. So my question to you is what can I do to help this little guy get healthier, you know, oh, quicker? Okay. Yeah, he's, he's in the toilet. <laughs> okay, got a piece of paper and a pencil or a piece of paper and a crayon? Absolutely. Okay. You need a probiotic. You need yep. a digestive enzyme. Okay. You need organic apple cider vinegar. How many uh -huh. pounds is this pup? He is, um, well, he's, like I said, undernourished, but he's about close to 45 pounds now. He's okay, so you can pounds the first week we had him. Okay, you can build him to like a teaspoon a day of organic apple cider vinegar. Okay. Okay. And then. A uh, day? Say again, yep. And then, so okay. we got the probiotics, digestive enzymes, apple cider vinegar. And then now, what food are you feeding? So he, we have another dog. He's our yep. second rescue dog. So they are both on um, Nutrisource Dry. Okay. And then they also get um, raw food. Very nice. Um, they get, and then um, they, when we got the puppy and we're trying to do set feeding times with both of the dogs, I bought wet dog food to mix in too, just to kind of entice them both to eat at the same time. Okay. Because our one dog is just food snob. Um, so they but are see, on that, and then they get fish oil every day too for their skin. Excellent. Okay. Um, what I okay. So the the Nutrisource is awesome. Now make sure you rotate that. Uh, don't do mm -hmm. this. This dog's uh, system is in the toilet, and so don't right. you know? Be, go slowly as you are adding in the supplements. Just don't dump everything mm -hmm. in the bowl. Okay. Yep. Also, are you rehydrating the dry food? Um, no, we haven't been doing that with the puppy because my older dog, he refuses to eat the food if we do that. Okay, well then feed so. them two separate, they should get fed in two separate areas anyway. Food causes okay. a lot of fights, all right? Mm -hmm. uh, somebody gobbles it and then races over and checks out the other one dish and all heck breaks loose. So that's mm -hmm. right, they should be fed in a kennel, two separate rooms, whatever, all right? Always. Yeah, they're not, doing really good, actually. So. Okay, because so what I would do is rehydrate that pup's food so that yep. it's, you're, you're helping that gut system be more efficient and break it down and absorb more from it. And then the raw, mm -hmm. I, that pup, you want to give them at least three, four evenings a week. You want to do a formulated raw. Okay. Okay, and then... Um, uh, the the big thing is is that you know take the baby steps just don't throw this because you know it's, uh, and the antibiotics and the probiotic I mean the dog was on antibiotics correct correct okay so whatever probiotic you give build to what it says over about four days five days okay and okay. then double it four to five days and then double it yep and you're gonna do that for at least uh, at least a month or so like four weeks or whatever okay. right. 
And so anyway, but because that's what you're going to do, uh, because the probiotics, that's, and then with that uh, organic apple cider vinegar that has the flora mm-hmm. in it to really help okay. that gut work be efficient. All right? Okay. Okay. okay, and then with the raw in there, you could use the raw as treats if you want. Uh, no mm-hmm. processed treats. Use veggies, all kinds. Right? Okay. And okay, then, you know, like green peas, green like- beans, cauliflower, broccoli, whatever. That's what you want to do. You want to try to keep everything everything processed away from the dog as much as possible. Like no raw high chews, no pig ears, no, you know, stuff, yeah. no pizzles, you know, stuff like that, okay? Okay, yep. And then if he... Um, is into it wait to when a system start now is he eating a lot of grass um he does yeah he, not a whole ton but yeah okay. when he goes outside and he's messing around and not going to the bathroom he does graze okay yeah because that tells you that his gut you know is in in, in bad shape when they eat grass mm-hmm. they're trying to get, they need more greens mm-hmm. all right and then uh, if you go to vitalplanet.com they've got some vitamins too and, and, and along with the probiotics and the digestive enzymes that can help mm-hmm. you and why I like Vital okay. Planet is because it's 20 billion CPUs, okay. right? And so that's why that a lot of the stuff that you get at the local stores, they're not, they're just low grade, so they're not that expensive. That's why they're not expensive, okay? They, they're better mm-hmm. than nothing, but when you've got a dog that has a health problem and you've got to build that system up, you want the best. Right. Okay. And then right. the organic okay. apple cider vinegar, not, I mean, I mean the organic uh, extra virgin coconut oil, Okay. You might want to add that in. Uh, after you get, him, get all this other stuff in, then slowly take about a week and a half to two weeks to build to a tablespoon of uh, organic coconut oil w- uh, once a day. Okay. Okay. And because that's got the good fats in there, and so it's okay. also good for the coats. And you can also kind of put it on where if you've got any, you know what also too will help um, the mange. Uh, take black. What color is the dog? He looks like a little shepherd. No, oh, what color? Really is he black? Red and, bro- red and black. Okay. Okay, then take black tea, just regular black tea. Okay, mm-hmm. take a, and make a cup of tea, you know, the tea bag and the tea. Or make okay. a cup of tea. Okay, then let it, uh, the bag sit in there for, I don't know, five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Okay, take, take the bag out and then let the tea, uh, you know, cool down. And when it's cool, take a cotton swab and dunk it into the tea. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, and then da- dab it where the mange is, you know, where he's having trouble with the mange. That okay. will help, help the, the, the skin area really good. All right? Okay. So just, uh, it, okay. Then you can do that uh, like two times a day, once for sure, but you can do it twice a day. And then when you see it's really okay. starting, to, you know, that the, the hair is really growing and the, the, mm-hmm. the mange is, you know, at bay, then you don't have mm-hmm. to, to keep doing it anymore. Okay? Okay. Because the Nutrisource, uh, and if you want the top of the line, they've got the new food out called Elements. Element, okay. I mean, element. And this is the, this pup, I think, would really benefit from that, the brand new food that they got because it's almost like raw and kibble form. The protein okay. level is really high, but because okay. it's very rich, you know, rotate it in slow so the dog doesn't get the runs, all right? But the okay. new element is beneficial? really. Say again? Sorry. Um, would it be beneficial to just switch my other dog to it, too? Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. This new element is really, Nutrisource really stepped to the plate and made something that hasn't been out there yet. And so he, it's really, it's awesome. And it's for puppies, adults, seniors, it's for all, all stages. And so it would be beneficial for both your dogs. And it's very high protein, so pay attention. You know, they, it'll get the dogs fat, okay? 
So if we switch them to Element, do we still keep doing giving them the that and raw together? I would, yeah, because it's a different form. Okay. When you give raw raw, that's in holy. It hasn't been denatured by you know cooking it. Okay, so they, there's still a lot of benefits to just the plain old raw, like raw hamburger, raw chicken, or formulated mm -hmm. raw. Okay, can I ask you a quick question about the raw food too? Sure. Um, I've heard so we give them the frozen stuff. Yep. And I've heard you say to not give it to them if it's frozen. Correct. My my older dog loves his frozen. He doesn't like it thawed out. <laughs> Is it bad for them? Well, it's harder. It's harder on their gut. Okay, it's supposed to be okay. room temperature. It's just harder on the gut, is what it is. And so, if if that's the way he wants it, you know, so be it. Just pay attention. That is, you know, doesn't start getting upset tummy from it. Okay. Okay. Okay, kiddo. Thank okay. you. Thank bye you bye. So much, you have a good day. You Thanks. too. Bye bye. Okay, let's see the commercial. Uh, what was the something in the airplane was created in Minnesota that is very important to airplanes? We'll be right back. Thank you there, Brian. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, this is something that is found in every plane. It was vented here in Minnesota and is very, very important to the plane, not the engine. Okay, guys. <laughs> okay, do you have any idea, Brian? Um, very, very important. Uh, I'll give you another hint. Yeah, give plane, me another one. If the plane crashes, we need it. They need it. Uh, landing gear. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the black box. Oh, the tell me. The black more. box, the flight recorder found in every commercial airliner today, was developed by Minnesota Baseline General Mills in conjunction with the University of Minnesota in 1953. Isn't this something? That's really cool. We are just smart here in Minnesota. It's crazy. Okay, who's up to bet, bet there? Are you there? New. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, yeah, so we have Julie on the line who just got a new dog but has an itching problem. Itching. Okay. Julie. Hey, Julie, how you doing? Good. How are you, Katie? Good, good. We're hanging in there. We're live at the Minnesota State Fair. Having a good time. Great. We got a little guy over here bouncing a baby. I'm going to find myself bouncing like he's bouncing pretty soon. <laughs> okay, what can I do for you, Julie? Well, I like the previous caller. Just got a new pup from the Humane Society about two weeks ago. Okay. Um, she is about a year, year and a half, according to the vet. Um, I did take her for a vet check uh, earlier this week. Okay. Um, she came to me kind of itchy, um, and but she was saved, so we were able to do a bath this week, and um, the itching kind of quit except for her bottom, her butt, and. Um, okay. She, that has really accelerated. Um, then today, I noticed um, in her morning um, bowel movement or um, stool that yeah. she had some worms. Oh. So, yep. I'm looking um, at her records, and it looks like she had a de that she was dewormed um, on 621 at the previous shelter okay. she was at. But um, my question to you is, um, can I get um, go to the pet store and get a dewormer, or what would you advise? Well, first of all, no, you don't want to do this. You don't want to deal with chemicals, okay? okay. Uh, you want to know exactly what you're treating. And if they, he was dewormed, you know, in, in June, and then they're back, it could be roundworms, it could be tapeworms, it could be hookworms, it could be, you know, uh, tapeworms, hookworms, whipworms. Whipworms are really nasty, all right? And so that's why I would take a, uh, since he, he was just at the vet, kind of, sort of, is that take a, a sample in and have them tell you exactly what worm it is so that you can get the right stuff for them. Because, okay. like I said, especially if it's hooked, because most of the stuff you buy off the shelves at stores is basically just for tape and um, 
uh, roundworms, which are the kind of the norm worms that they get. But if they get hookworms or whipworms, though, that's nasty, and it's really hard to get uh, get them taken care of. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, so de- definitely do that, and then in. yep, and so then. Um, don't buy yeah. Don't buy something off the uh, out of the stores. And then uh, yeah, really get the, everything that I told the previous caller. You know the the probiotic, the digestive enzymes. You know uh, get them on apple uh, the apple cider vinegar. You know that all that you want for this dog too. All right, okay. because that yeah. deworming is really hard on the dog system. Okay, and okay. then on the apple cider vinegar, can you just um, tell me again how to you just put a teaspoon or a tablespoon in their water? Is no, that... you don't put it in the water. You uh, put, put it in with their food. Now, do you rehydrate okay. your dog's food? Yes. No, good, good, thank you. And so then what you're just going to do is, is how many pounds? Um, she's 35. 35, yeah, a teaspoon. Teaspoon a day for a couple of weeks, and then you, what you're going to do is go every other every other day or so with the apple cider vinegar. Okay. Okay, because that puts a good floor in the gut system. And just see how kind of the coat does, how her butt does, how everything does, and then you can back off. I always give the dogs at least once or twice a week, I always give them apple cider vinegar. And same because I take it every day myself. All right. So, but yeah, just mix it in with the food and then uh, go from there. But the the probiotics and then, uh, because with the worming, that plays heck uh, also on their coat. So get them on a good fish oil. Or like at least a thousand to twelve hundred uh, uh, milligrams a uh, a day. Okay. Okay, especially now with is hopefully the days are going to start cooling off and people are going to start uh, you know maybe hooking their fires, uh, building fires you know uh, well, if you heat with wood, and then uh, the furnace is going to go on. Remember when the heat goes on, our skin gets dry and so does the dogs. So you want to make sure that you want to stay on top of it because he's already kind of in the toilet now. We don't yeah. want him to. Then we don't want him to get too low and then we have to bring him really back up again. Okay. 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 Sounds um, good. That's good. Um, so do I um, have to worry about, like, bedding or anything like that? Yeah, I would wash food? it all. Yeah, wash it. Wash. You want to wash all the bedding, definitely. Okay. You know, the, where the dog sleeps and such. You'd be like, just put, let's say you got a dog bed for him, put a towel down. Uh, yep. Just in case, because what happens, I don't know, did you notice any, like, little rice fragments in the butt? Yep. Because <laughs> if there's rice fragments, those are usually tapeworms, all right? And so, uh, the, and the, those ra- rice fragments is what they they can go back and then re-contaminate uh, your dog or your cat or you. Okay. Okay. So that's why you want to do what you want to wash all that stuff. Okay. 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 So don't you know, don't wake out. You'll be fine. No, <laughs> okay? no, it's fine. And then, um, can you recommend a vet for me up in the Northwest Metro area? North, like where? Um, Blaine, Anoka County. Okay, uh, the heart. The, this is the dilemma. I don't know if you heard my show last week. You know, my Gilligan uh, got went into cardiac arrest or heart congestive heart failure. I yeah. had to call nine vets before I could find to get in. It's really hard to find vets that are taking new, you know, new clients. All uh, you can do is, uh, like I said, I like South Shore up in um, up in Forest Lake. Um, I my you know my over in Blaine is uh, you know my holistic vet, Doctor Jessica Levy. You know, holistic-vet-care.com. Okay. Um, and see, the, the vets that are either just opening a clinic or north, more north of the clinic or other schools, so, oh, more north of the cities, all right, they don't have as big, you know, the further north or east or west you go to the cities, they don't have the clientele as bad base as what they do have, you know, in the city here. Everybody got dogs, and, and uh, so they're just booked, just booked. 
All right. Yeah. So you might have to call around, but because that's that's a tough question I've been getting asked quite a bit lately, and I really yeah. don't have an answer because I know a lot of them, like South Shore, um, that you know uh, they I know aren't taking any new clients, but you can always call. You never know. They might have yeah. an, you know where a client you know died or something. I don't know, but that's that's a tough one. It really is. Okay. 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 Right. Good luck, kiddo. Take care. Yeah, Thanks thank for the you. call. You yeah. bet. Bye bye. All right. Yeah, no, that's that's really the mil- the bingo million dollar question, folks, is is the vet. You know, I used Blue Pearl in Arden Hills with Gilligan a couple weeks ago when he went into congestive heart failure, and uh, they were just awesome, awesome. And so I don't know if they just take, you know, he's a client now because they saved him, but I don't know if they take clients from the outside, you know, like I got a dog and now can I use you? I really believe I think they're just ER is what they are, so it is what it is. Okay, anybody else out there, Brian? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there we, he is. Hello. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, yes, oh, so okay. up next we have Brenda, who has a dog with a bad leg. A bad leg? Say, you know what, Brian, hold on a sec. Don't, turn, don't potter up yet. Okay. Okay. Because I don't get to see you, I just get to hear you. Okay, I haven't worked with you that long. Okay. You know what exactly came to mind? I don't know if any of you guys, when you, the price is right. Okay, the guy that announces what, you know, what's coming up. You know, what, I can't think of what his name is. Brian, you sound just like him in my head right now. It sounds, I don't know if you guys. Oh, but Drew uh, Carey, I think his name is? No, not Drew, no, not Drew Carey. Drew, his sidekick, the one that introduces, you know, like uh, what's coming up next. You know what I mean? Like, and this, oh, yeah. yep, the I car know. thing. Mm-hmm. I can't think what his name is. But you sound just like him. Oh, well. Okay, never mind. I got a celebrity. <laughs> well, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Okay, who's up? Yeah, so this is Brenda that has a dog with a bad leg. Bad leg, Brenda. Okay. Hey, Brenda, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, I'm good. I'm going to go back inside. Hold on one second, Katie. Okay, going back inside. Uh, I have to so, stay outside. Uh, my question is, is that, um, and I've called before, but we okay. have a dog uh, who is, uh, she's got a bad leg, and we've been taking her for laser treatment on her for leg. What kind of treatment? Just, I'm sorry? What kind of treatment? laser treatments on her leg. Laser treatments on her leg, okay. Yep, she got a she got attacked by a dog oh, in a park. Um, uh-huh. And then last uh, January, she kind of skidded out through the yard. And okay. ever since then, her leg's been bad. So okay. uh, we have a really great vet. And I'm just, but we can never go in to go see her when she's getting the treatment. Okay. And I'm like, I don't know if you know anything about it, but... But what, what are they treating them? with the laser? At her back? Uh, on her leg. On her leg. I'm just yep. trying to figure out what they're using the laser for. I'm not a vet by no means. No, but no I, I understand that. Um, so she kind of hyperextended her leg, pulled a muscle. Um, okay. Okay, a uh, couple things come to mind here. Okay, number one, have you tried a chiropractor? We have not. Okay, because when you hyper, you said you hyperextended and she took a slit, a hitter, a slider, whatever, you know, on the, probably the ice and stuff like that. Okay, just like when, if we, we throw ourselves out of whack, we need to be put back in. And so that's why I would definitely try a chiropractor. All right. Okay. And then because they can feel things and such like that, that, um, that some of the vets can't. Okay. Okay. That's why they're a chiropractor. Uh, All right. My, okay. My other question is what about diet? I, we're also, um, so the vet prescribed to her um, Carprovin. I think it's like doggy Tylenol, pretty much. Okay. Um, 100 milligrams 
a day. So she gets a half a tablet twice a day. So that's, that does is that not for, seem to be helping. Is that for pain? Yeah. Okay. I, I The only thing I use for my dogs before I try anything else, and the same thing with me, is Boswellia. B-O-S-W-E-L-L-I-A. Before I take an aspirin, a Tylenol, or anything, I use Boswellia. Okay. Boswellia. For, for, yep. For humans, you can go up to 3,000 milligrams a day. For dogs, depending on the size, you know, if you have a Chihuahua, it's different than a St. Bernard. <laughs> right, right. But anyway, you know, the average would be like, uh, uh, let's say an average dog of 50 pounds, you can go to at least 1,000 to 1,500 uh, milligrams of Boswellia. Okay. Okay. And, okay, uh, and she's at 60 pounds. So. 60 pounds? Okay. Yep. And anyway, so that's what I use before I use anything. And that can't be used with any other anti-inflammatory. Okay. okay. Yeah, I just know. have to use Boswellia. Okay. And so that's what um, I use for that. But I would try the chiropractor. I would try the Boswellia. And then um, uh, do you, are you around a lake at all? Uh, do you like you own a cabin or? No, no. Okay. Because uh, another thing here that would I would is uh, hydrotherapy. You know, get that dog walking in, in water. Does the dog like water at all? She hates it, but <laughs> I think she <laughs> she's a doctor pit. She don't ah. like water at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, because if she could, if you get her walking in water, you know, because so it's non weight bearing, you sure, know, to get yeah, the muscles and stuff like that working. And there is a hydro uh, therapy down in St. Uh, Louis Park, but there the problem there is just like everything else. They're overbooked. You can't get well, in. It's exactly. just yeah. So that was going to say if you have access to somebody's cabin with a lake, and a nice sandy beach. That just start right. walking her in it for just a little, you know, put her on a leash and just kind of walk the shore and make it. And then your goal would be able to get her deeper and deeper so she starts swimming. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to be, sorry to cut you guys off. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, we're rubbing against the break right now. Okay. So okay, you want um, yeah, okay, can. Hold, I just want you to know. Uh, I'm, I'm friends. I, I do a lot of business with Diane Suffing. Um, oh yeah. So well, she can, she's been helping me out also. So I. I greatly appreciate your input and um, okay, well, great. I, I appreciate. Okay, you have okay. a good day. Have a great day. Thank you. Okay, thanks, dear. Bye bye. Okay, guys, we'll be back. Don't 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 touch that dial. Don't drive me absolutely nuts. Pod that down ASAP, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big oh, fan that, or what? Oh, that one. I saw him sing it on some special, some event I was watching. It totally. Oh, it was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I never mind. Don't get me going. Don't get me going. All right, I'll be right back. Going to take Thank a call real quick. Alrighty then. Okay. Now another thing. Let's see. Da 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 da. Okay. Uh, so we took up. Remember at the beginning that uh, show. But service dogs, I really wish would stay home when they come. Don't bring them to events like this, uh, of any kind. Uh, whether it's a companion helper or whatever. Please don't. Those dogs are so special. You don't need just because they will tolerate it. They don't need that stress. So please leave the dogs home. And even though you've got your dogs at home, you really want to go out and do something with your dog. You know, it's not a service dog or anything. Folks, don't bring them to something like this or an event they're not having fun they would rather stay home and curl up on the couch while you go out and you listen to your bands and have your cocktails or whatever type thing they don't want to be mingling with uh, watching people's feet and all the strollers all right so uh, any dog at any event please don't bring them to the event even if they're not a service dog because like i said just watch them when you leave here if you see some of the service dogs around here or you're at events look at the dog itself you'll be really you'll see the dog is not 
having a fun time, and he just wants out of there ASAP. All right. Uh, a lot of people now be getting the new dogs and such like that. Even if you get an adult dog and they tell you that the dog is potty trained, it's not potty trained at your house. Uh, let's say you have an existing dog and you move. All right. Now, dog has to be re-potty trained to his new territory. You take him out like on a 15-foot line. You stand still where you want the potty area to be and go potty, go potty or get busy, get busy. And then when he does go, you calmly go, oh, good potty or good busy. Don't say good boy or good girl. Why not, folks? And all my listeners should be, <laughs> thank you. All my listeners should know this one. When you say good girl and good boy, that puts a dog into overdrive, into nutsville. Like, I can recess, I don't have to think. They get all jumpy, jumpy, squirrely, squirrely. So anytime the dog does something well for you, you're just going to call me and go, thank you, or very nice. Don't go nutsy, all right? You want the dog to concentrate on the word you're teaching him, which is go potty or get busy. And then when you when he does do it, then it's just a very calm thank you because that connects the learning dots in the head. All right, so you're gonna have to reiterate potty training, and so and this is what it's called. This is where it goes at this house. Uh, my dogs, like we went to like uh, the in-laws or whatever for something, I would bring the dog and uh, I would just point to an area and say go potty, and they'd go potty, and the, the people are like, are you kidding me? You can point and say yes. That you can teach them to go potty on command. Just don't open the door and assume they've been out there for a half hour that they've done, you know, went potty. Don't do that. They've been out there. They, you didn't see the neighbors doing this and the bird in that tree and the squirrel in that tree. They were too busy out there to concentrate what they were supposed to be. You know what they were out there for, you know, to go potty, but they were too busy to do that. So that's why when you uh, want your dog to pot, go potty, you teach them what it's called and where it goes, okay? And matter, and like I say, even if they say the, uh, you bought a secondhand dog, they say it's potty trained. It is not potty trained at your house. So you've got to reiterate potty training for, and don't give them an opportunity to make a mistake. If you have to, kennel train them or it's baby gate them off. Don't give them freedom in the house. Usually my rule of thumb is uh, the first two weeks are on a leash tied to you. And if they're not tied to you, then they're in the baby gates or in the kennel. Third week, they're dragging the leash and they have to stay in the same room as you. And then the fourth week, then you let, you let keep the leash on. But then what you're going to do is you're going to um, let them have more freedom in the house. And if by the fifth week, if they haven't you know, had any accidents and are doing good, then take the leash off. And then hopefully we got it nipped in the bud. A lot of times dogs will backslide on potty training uh, right after surgery. Uh, you know, uh, and especially if they have the... <laughs> The cone of shame. You know, that's a lot of stress wearing the cone of shame. And so sometimes they're not thinking too right, and there's going to be accidents, all right? So you've got to cut your dog some slack. And, you know, uh, my Gilligan's on uh, Lasix, you know, for, uh, you know, uh, getting rid of ex excess water. And he's peeing like a racehorse, I'll tell you. I'm taking him out every hour just to make sure. But anyway, because I tried a belly band on him, well, he pees the dog on much. That's the poor thing. It was so soaked. I just the feeling that he must have had with it on. It's like, nope, can't do that. So anyway, so just remember, you got to teach the dog what potty is and where it goes. Okay, Mr. Brian, what do we got back at the station? All right, we got a couple minutes before we head to break, but yep. we do have time to take a caller. But uh, so on the phone line, we have Jan, who has a dog that can't walk anymore. Can't walk at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, a little predicament there. A little predicament. Okay. Hey, Jan, how you doing? Hi, I'm I'm doing fine, Katie. Thank you. Good. You bet. What kind of dog do you got? So I have a little three and a half year old um, Havanese. Okay. And about twelve pounds. Um, and 
she's always been timid, just just very timid. Um, when she was younger, she kind of got bowled over by a a very exuberant, you know, fifty pound puppy, okay. um, and that was, you know, that was a lot. Um, but and and her sister died about two months ago. So all of a sudden, she has decided that we are no longer walking. Um, I I mean, she puts her her two front paws out like a stubborn mule, and I, I, I can't get her to go. Okay, now, are you talking about going on a walk, like outside, or just in the house, yep. or what? Nope, just a walk outside. Oh, okay. oh, I actually have been driving her to a park, Okay. Um, and she'll walk okay there, but she's always turning her head like she wants to go back. Right. But, I mean, I can't, I can't you know, okay. take her to a park every time I want to walk. Okay, now, you, now let's back up. Now, you're... Uh, you said she had a sister. She, she died. Mm-hmm. Okay, were they brought um, up together? Two months ago. Yep. Charlie were, died, okay. and they used to walk pretty well together. Okay. Um, it just seems like she's frightened. Uh huh. Oh yeah. You know. Okay. Now. Okay. Let me back. I want to revisit this sisterhood thing. Okay. So they were. You had them both, and you brought yeah. them up from a puppy together. Oh, oh no no no. Well, I mean, it's not. Not littermate, but um, her sister was ten she, oh, I see. when we got her. So okay. she just died at at fourteen, so oh, or wow. thirteen. Okay, well, I'm sorry so. for your loss. Okay, so oh, now I know. my guess so is that uh, this one here because you got this one as a puppy, correct? Yep. How old? Was when I got weeks? her? Yeah. Uh, oh gosh, ten weeks. Okay. Okay, see, what happened, when people don't realize, when they have an existing dog and they go get a pet, a pup, <laughs> a puppy, what happens is yeah. that if they don't, the puppy will bond to the existing dog in the house as far as uh, that's um, their mentor. And so they don't bond yeah. to the humans in the house. And so that's why, like, let's say when they were playing, if you walked in the room, obviously your existing dog would come racing to you, like, hi, hi, and the pup would come racing, hi, but go back to the existing dog, like, okay, we said hi, now let's go play. Uh, when they, if they, yeah. both dogs are bonded to you, they both will, uh, and like, look at me, look at me, no, look at me, no, look at me, look at me, look at me. All right. And so what my guess is that this dog is, in his morning, he does, really doesn't know who you are as far as, uh, because he's been, he was bonded to the other dog. And so now he's having a, a kind of a life crisis here. Who are you? What do you do? And what are we supposed to do together? So you kind of got to build the relationship from the beginning again. All right. Something mm-hmm. as simple as uh, teaching tricks doing brain games, getting the dog to look to you for direction and build this dog's confidence up so he wants to follow your lead, right? And then if you still have to take her, put her in the, in the car, drive her down, and you know what I mean, to the park, but go for a little walk, okay, then bring her back mm-hmm. home. So be it for right now until you build the relationship between you and this dog, all right? So that's, it's, there's a confidence so, building. It has to go on. And then... Right. Um, and then uh, when you take her for the walk, bring a squeaker toy. Does she turn her head with a squeaker toy? Yep. Okay, bring a squeaker toy and put it in your pocket. Okay, if she slams on the brake, just kind of hit the squeaker toy. <gasps> what was that? What was that? Let's go, what is this? If you have to, take the squeaker out and kind of uh, p- toss it. So she'll run over there and check it out. Oh, yeah, you, look mm-hmm. at you, look at you. You know, you got to find out little you know, uh, like tricks to get it to move, to look to you for direction in, in, and build the confidence. And, you know, okay. teaching brain games and tricks is huge. And then, like I say, going more and more. 
going more and more for uh, like I say, looking to you for direction. That's huge. Okay. But do you think that? I mean, she just doesn't. She just seems like it's our road. If I get her off of our road, mm-hmm. we're, we're fine. You know why it's though? Like literally. Our road. Uh, right, but why? you know why? Because she's in unfamiliar territory, and the only person she knows is you. All right. Okay. okay. When when you when you're in her the block, you know area, it's kind of like okay, I know where her home is, and and you know just I need to go there. 